Hey friend, it's me again. I'm just calling to drop a quick note. Um, I know that you've been having a busy week. I've been having a crazy one myself. And <laughs> let me tell you, the level of spiritual warfare that I faced was insane. Um, now I know that we talked about this a little bit before, but in case you don't remember, spiritual warfare is typically, because I grew up Christian, is known as the ongoing battle between good and evil, God versus Satan. Um, but it's pretty much across the board in most religions and spirituality that there's always going to be this push and pull, this yin and yang tension for you (laughs) and your attention, right? But what I had hit with this week was warfare on so many levels within 24 to 48 hours, first of all, and then it just spread out into the rest of the week. Like, I couldn't believe it was going on, but what I had to remind myself is that I did have the tools to combat this, which is tough. Like, when you're in that moment, you don't think, okay, what do I have to fight this? All you know is, where is it coming from, and why am I going through it, right? So, what I've learned in my experience, and, you know, it's not set in stone. I'm not a licensed therapist, but usually when spiritual warfare is happening... Um, it's usually when things are going really, really good in my life. And then there's one weak area where I can be stressed or distracted. So once you identify that this is what's going on, whether it's at work, at home, your finances, then you can better attack and probably win this part of the war, right? So for me, uh, one of the things that I do is in those moments, I have like five checklists, right? First, I ask, who is my spirit being shared with or where is it being shared? That helps me pretty much source where the war is started, where it's being waged, right? And what's being used. We'll get to that in a second. (laughs) But then the second thing I ask myself after I identify it is, is the issue worth me being stressed over? Basically saying, is this something that I can change or this is something that's out of my hands? How do I move to step three? which is letting go and allowing me to be my best. I'm usually at my best when I'm drawing or dancing or doing something active that gets me grounded again and helps my thought process. So once you have identified it and then you try to figure out if this issue is something to stress over, is it something you can change or isn't, once you're able to take that next step, that's where you decide, okay, what tools am I going to use basically when you're at your best so whatever methods you have to use to bring you back to center and like just get you focused again is what that's what you want to focus on because then all of these steps they just build on each other step four how can i continue to feed what makes me better and you pretty much just keep doing it (laughs) hopefully it's sustainable so you know i'm no judge i know everyone has their vices But you look at how you can continue to feed that with your everyday schedule. So that way, instead of you being stressed and looking at the problem, you start to focus on solutions and how you can keep that going. Once you have that up, then you just ask, what am I doing to protect it? So now that I see what's going on, I know where it's coming from, and I know what to do to maintain. What else can I do to protect and preserve it? And that's where my next set of steps come in for myself. And I call this checking in. This is from when I was working as a front desk agent at a hotel. And the phrase is really cheesy, but we really do need to take time to check in with ourselves. 
with checking in, it's just a, it's just going over the first five steps, but in a more in-depth way. And when you do that, when you check in, this is how you protect and preserve what you've already identified and thought for, right? So, with checking in, as I mentioned, there is a checklist that you'll follow, and this just adds on to the first five that we use to, to pretty much identify where this word is coming from. But with checklists, there are 10 steps. First step is now that you know what's going on, you go back out into the battlefield. In any of your situations, transparency is most important, number one. So always say what you need to say and do what you need to do with integrity and respect. Step two, if something feels wrong, don't do it. Too often we don't listen to our gut and our intuition. Like we're taught to go against that as we get older. So we forget how to use it. But if it feels wrong, do not do it. Step three, it's okay to say no. I had a big problem with this growing up. And as I got older and realized that you have to set boundaries with yourself and with others, it's okay to say no. But this piggybacks on point four where it's okay to say yes too. To give yourself permission to say, you know what, I don't have control over this. Or this is happening and I just have to let it be. Let it take its course. Let me be observant. Let me be aware. But it's okay to say yes too. There are things that you can say yes to. Like, yes, to not interacting with that person. Or yes, to staying home. Or yes, to cutting off from the world just for a little bit. It's okay to say yes too. Number five, let go of what you can't control. If you've done everything you could in this situation, you really can't do anything more. You just have to let it ride its course and try to find your peace, yeah? Number six, make time and the best use of it. Always make time for yourself, first and foremost, whether it's five minutes in the morning, somewhere in the afternoon, somewhere in the evening, anywhere in the day. Make time for yourself and really use it well. Because it's really cliche, but if your cup isn't full, you can't pour into anyone else or any other situation. Clearly, you know, you won't have the clarity that you need because you didn't take time that you may have needed for you. Step seven, be firm in all of your movements. You move with confidence and will deal with the consequences later, good and bad. But be firm and be confident. Number eight, love. My mom always said love covers everything, even in your pain. Remember why. Just share some love. Share some good vibes. This goes into number nine. Be kind to yourself. Just like where you have to make time, be kind. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Allow yourself to have a day off. Allow yourself to not feel guilt for needing what you need at the moment. And lastly... Give respect to get it. We all know what that means. You got to give respect to get it. And if you don't get it, give hell. Well, don't really give hell. But you get what I'm saying. You see how people move, right? Because actions speak louder than words. So that's just a short, you know, something for you. This is what helped me through my week. It was really stressful. But I was able to maintain and bring everything back down. So hit those five points, friend. Hit those 10 points too. It's like 15 altogether. But I'm going to shoot you a text or an email or whatnot so you have a copy of it. But 
I hope this helps. So that way, if you're going through spiritual warfare, because there's a lot going on nowadays with COVID and holiday and not being able to reach people the way you need to. So you're going to be stressed. Finances are delayed. Things just aren't making the marks the way we need them to. So know that you may be going through some type of warfare, but hold on to your peace. Hold on to your peace and use those steps to do it. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye.